Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Screen Stuff Podcast. Paul here. And Elgin here also. Great. Elgin and Paul, <laughs> your dynamic duo. So we are talking this week about a new television show on Showtime, S-H-O. Are you going to do this voice the entire uh, What voice are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just this. talking like my normal self. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> Anyway, this new show is created by Lena Waithey. Yes, and she just won the Emmy for writing, co-writing. With co-writing with Aziz. Aziz. I'm sorry. The Thanksgiving episode yeah. of Master of None. Yeah, which, season two. And uh, that was probably probably the best episode of that season. Maybe. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she has, you know kind of move not that she's moved on but she's definitely um engrossed in a lot of other projects which i think is great um and one of these projects is this show called the shy it takes place in chicago and it features a pretty large cast um some are loosely interconnected some are directly connected with each other and um you know it it follows um, a number of different story threads. Yeah, and it takes place in the south side of Chicago, yes. to make that clear, where mm-hmm. mostly, well, I mean, a lot of African Americans live. Chicago is historically... Segregated. Yeah, segregated city. Uh, we live in Chicago, um, but I I will say, frankly, I don't spend much time on the far south side. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, as uh, while this show did take place in our city, it took place in parts of the city that I'm just not familiar with. Sure. And, and tell so. stories of people that aren't usually on TV very often, I would say. Right, um, right. Uh, anyway. Well, and yeah. it's interesting because I think, you know, one of the last prominent works that tried to talk about this part of Chicago was maybe Chirac, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. we talked about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that came out a few years ago by Spike Lee. Um, and Although I don't feel like he has, I mean, he's a Brooklyn guy, so right. I don't know how much that, of a real feel for Chicago he had. Exactly. So I, I didn't necessarily feel that that show was about Chicago as much as just, you know, him trying to tell this story. Yeah. Uh, whereas this show, in my opinion, is much more... This is about Chicago, and this is about the people of Chicago. And a lot of the stories sound like things that have happened actually in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll maybe talk about that when we get uh, deeper into our conversation about the show. But before we do that, let's listen to a little clip. Who's who's in this clip? Okay, um, the the kind of younger voice, uh, but is, but says a lot of swear words. Yes, I yeah. Warn you out there, there. There is some swearing here. It is a character uh, called Kevin, played by Alex Herbert, and he's just like a what grade school kid who. Yeah, it looks like he's maybe in middle school. Middle school, yeah. He's, you know, but he's, he's younger, and yeah. then he's talking to another character named Brandon, yep. played by Jason Mitchell, and um, and you'll know him from having played Easy E in uh, Straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta Compton, yeah, that's kind of his biggest role to date, I think. Yeah, and uh, and Brandon, I would say, is maybe one of the main protagonists of the yeah, show. Yeah, um, sure. Actually, along with Kevin, too. I think yeah. the two of them have a pretty significant amount of screen time. And um, they're having a conversation about um, Brandon because... Well, Brandon's brother, who was recently killed 
Yep. Um, and that's something that happens pretty early on in the show. Yeah, and uh, but something happened uh, as they confronted um, who, whom they believe is, or well, whom Kevin knows is the killer of of the brother. So yeah, so here they're kind of talking about um, just all of that stuff and, and yeah. kind of where they are with that. So let's let's listen in on that. Yeah. What you doing? I need to holler at you right quick. Why you got a bat? Protection. Protection from what, Kevin? That joker that killed your brother. What are you talking about? Saw me today. Bad enough to me like it was gonna kill me. Hey, look, I ain't trying to put you in a situation. The only reason I told you this shit is I thought you was gonna handle it. So handle your business, nigga. What I told you about using that word? Kill this motherfucker or not. You sure this even the right dude? Yes, I'm sure that's the right dude. I got you. Do you? Kevin? Uh, and you are? How you doing? I'm Brandon. I just came to bring him his bat. He left it down at the, uh, at the playground. So I was just, you know, coming oh. to return it. Okay. All right. Um, get that homework, G. How old is he, Kevin? Um, I don't know. Turn him up at. I'm watching you. Okay, um... Actually, that scene was a little bit before the confrontation that I was I mentioned. Um, anyway, uh, you know, Ke- Kevin oddly that character that actor who plays Kevin Alex Hibbert, he actually shows up at the end of uh, Black Panther, uh, that we, which we covered last week. Uh, he's actually a pretty good actor there. I mean, yeah. in that scene. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. like I like him a lot in this show. I to me, he's one of, in my opinion, he's one of the brighter spots in terms of like adding charisma to the screen. Mm. Um, so, you know, to kind of summarize why they're having this conversation is yeah, Kevin yeah. with his group of friends he witnesses the the murder of Brandon's brother mm. and he sees the guy who does it and so he tells Brandon who it is and now they're all worried and and Kevin's worried that you know the guy who he saw is going to to hurt him or hunt him down because obviously he doesn't want this kid to tell other people what yeah. he saw. Yeah, and the guy who killed the brother is named Ronnie. He's kind of a older gentleman. Uh, I think he may have some gang ties or something. It's not totally clear to me, but... Um, yeah, but that's not his main trajectory. He's kind yeah. of like... He lives in the neighborhood. He doesn't have a job. Yep. Um, you know, he's, he's set up to be, I think, a complex character in that he's trying to do right by a woman that he's always loved um and so and he wasn't the so look again he kills brandon's brother because he thinks brandon's brother killed killed not his actual literal son but basically a a person that he was a father figure to right and um he's kind of avenging that death but it, it turns out that he killed the wrong guy. He killed the wrong guy. So, so, the, so that's the kind of the plot. So just yeah, just device. to be clear, the, the the show starts out. One of the first scenes of the show is the murder of a teenage boy, and uh, we don't really see much of this teenage boy. We just know that the show takes place in the aftermath of his death, and this boy was um, a prominent high school basketball player. So he was he was known. He was a talented kid. And to me, that feels very much in line with the types of narratives that you sometimes hear when you think about the violence that's happening in Chicago. Mm. 
And, you know, and we've heard of stories where, um, and, and I'm talking about real life stories of, mm. you know, young teenage boys in, in the South Side being shot. And sometimes they're not necessarily gang affiliated or any of those things. Maybe they were caught in the line of fire or who knows, right? And, and so that's not necessarily clear why he was killed. We just know that he was killed. And then there were some people who were kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time or maybe made some poor decisions post his murder that has now kind of created this snowball effect. Yeah, and I will say of the five episodes that I watched, that that mystery is not totally solved. Like they don't... It's yeah. like I think it's kind of like a thread that's going to go through the entire season sure. arc. And, right. and uh, you know, I... I I mean, obviously she's trying to make some kind of statement about like violence beginning violence and and um but i you know the the problem i'm having with the show i mean i don't know how many episodes you've seen so far but um i'm kind of there's some part of me that's like okay that's interesting you're making certain political statements um but as far as the story goes uh, and all the different storylines i don't know how they're gonna add up to something deeper or bigger uh and i so do you feel like they have to in order for you to feel satisfied i feel like i don't have enough confidence in where the stories are going i feel like they're they're just kind of moving but i don't know i don't have a sense that i i just i just i there's there's some kind of strange i've been i've been i've been trying to figure out why i'm not digging this show and i and i kind of wanted to uh really like this show but like I don't find the mystery that compelling, and I don't find many of the characters outside of maybe those two characters that showed up in that scene, right? Uh, all that uh, interesting, interesting, or or, yeah. or like I want to know more about them, right? And so it makes me it's it's kind of been a slog for me to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've gotten that sense or if you have some different experience. Well. So a couple things. Um, to me, the show is, it's tricky because I think in some ways, yes, it is about kind of solving these murders as it were. Yeah. But to me, that's almost like that's what kicks off our understanding of these characters, but it's not really what the show is ultimately about, maybe. Sure. But it's weird because it does drive some of the plot. But I, to me, the show is more about just these you know, these different characters' lives. And they all live in a very particular part of the city of Chicago, but they bring in all these different, like, experiences and perspectives and, and conflicts into it. And um, so, to me, it's it's more an attempt to um, help people understand maybe what's happening a little bit on the South Side and to get insight into the different lives that are attempting to be portrayed on screen yeah but i i i kind of okay so when you're saying that it it, it really brings to mind like uh shows to me that are much more successful that have tried to do similar things for example the wire yeah i I would say this show the the wire's shadow looms very large yes yes. on this show Mm -hmm. uh and uh also treme which took place in um new orleans and and i would say Neither of those show. I mean, The Wire definitely had plots. Uh, right. The Wire, uh, um, I'm sorry, Treme didn't seem to have be, be as heavily plotted in in, right. the, in traditional sense. Uh, 
and I feel like this the shy is trying to have some parts being like the wire where you're following characters through different um, lenses lenses and and trying to because kaleidoscope of 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 this part of the city experiences yeah yeah and and you know even some prominent actors from the wire show up in in this in this uh in this show um but even so like it it wasn't adding up for me and and i'm i i was really having a hard time kind of figuring out why like me i by the time i watched like episode five is actually probably the best episode that i saw so far and but like i can see people watching three or four episodes and like not not knowing whether to you know continue continue or not because it's just because like the like i again i just don't there's a strange sense that i don't know i don't know if the storyteller knows where she's taking these characters and that that kind of worries me or that makes and i I feel that i guess i i feel that she doesn't know where to go and um but i I could be wrong you know i I, that's just but that's my sense right and yeah i don't know there's a lot of like there's a lot of coincidences and a lot of like and that's fine, you know. That happens a lot in it to, to drive plots forward. But like, I, 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 as far as like the characters that are drawn, I, I don't find except like, like I said, except for those two characters to be all that compelling. And um, I kind of almost wonder if they are archetypes sometimes more than actual like individual characters. So I, I sure. kind of sure. feel that with certain right performances well yeah so it's kind of like what you're saying so i don't um i don't know if i necessarily feel like um i well i don't necessarily feel like the 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 showrunners don't know where they're taking the characters i think that they do have probably a pretty clear plan as to where they're going maybe you don't necessarily feel very reassured based on what you've seen but but i don't know i guess i didn't necessarily get that sense that they didn't know where they were taking the characters i think they do have an idea of where they're going with it i think what kind of going to what you're saying is that the the characters do seem um almost archetypal to a certain sense um you know you've got you know the, the the young kid who you know is just you know trying to you know do the right thing and dealing with his own kid issues and then you've got the guy who's trying to run you know walk the straight and narrow path you know and have a job and 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 then he has a a girlfriend who's from a kind of a more like upper class background or whatever and she's always saying stuff like you gotta drop that hood stuff you know like i don't i mean again i think the of, of course there's people and characters that are that can be very specific to that but like it, the way it's shown on the screen it's, it seems almost at times at times not always but at times paint by numbers yeah i, 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 I am i am i being too harsh on no that? i feel i feel that That's, yeah no i i i get what you're saying too yeah so it's again it's not that i don't know where it's going it's almost like i've already been here before and that's kind of what i am not loving about the show is that it's not doing anything for me that is different enough or groundbreaking enough to make me feel surprised by it. All of it seems very, um, I don't, I'm not sure if predictable is the right word, but maybe it is. Um, nothing, nothing about the show has really surprised me so far. And I think that's not necessarily a requirement to, to be good, but I think a lot of 
the things that we've liked have had enough of something different that makes it compelling. You know, when we think of like end of the effing world, for mm -hmm, example, mm -hmm. yeah. the, the, the story and all that kind of stuff, it's not unlike a lot of the other stories we've seen before. But there's something kind of fresh about it. There's a it. fresh take on the material. And there's, for sure. yeah, the this the show doesn't really have that freshness like, to it. Like even at all. even the just technical filmmaking that you see, or at least I notice uh, for this show, seems kind of um, flat, flat or lifeless, limp. Either flat or kind of like almost hackneyed. Like when someone is like drugged or or someone is like um been, been shot or something and and you're in this pov it's like this kind of yeah like blurry camera thing and yeah. like i don't know there's something about all that stuff just yeah. like i mean i'm sure there's only so many ways you can do this but like right. it just it just seems kind of like okay we're, let's just do that scene it's it, it right. there there's like a uh again this paint by numbers kind of feel at times. I mean, I at think, times. I, 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 think I just find the show not to be that exciting. It's not a bad show. I think some of the performances are good. I think some of the stories some are even worse. are bad. <laughs> I mean, really, some some of the acting is just not good. I haven't felt that the acting has been that bad, but okay. Uh, I beg to differ. But I, mean. <laughs> but, I, but I think, to me, it's those things haven't bothered me as much. Again, it's just... To me, it just hasn't been that exciting. There's certain storylines, like there's this one guy, I don't even remember his name, but, you know, he's kind of um, a, a ladies' man, but, you know, he's trying to work You're his way. You're talking about Emmett? The, yeah, the, yeah, 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 that's right, it's yeah, Emmett. Yeah. And then a uh, ex-lover of his literally drops off a baby yeah. at his front door and yeah. says, this is your baby, yeah. here's the paternity test to prove it, now take care of this baby. And there's something about that storyline that um, is frustrating because it it feels like it could be interesting, but it ends up just being so like staid and predictable. And you know he's trying to hustle and get more hours at his legitimate jobs, but then he's like, "Oh, but I can make a lot of money selling drugs. Should I do that?" You know, I mean, it but just... then well, actually later on, you'll there's the, there's some subplot where he's working with. Um... Uh, the is America Arab American um, people. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. He works at the store, and, yeah. and he's gonna he's he he drives a sh uh, like a like a truck full of um, like illegal cigarettes. Sure, and, and like yeah. like and and you and, and like I, part of me is like, oh, that, that's interesting. But then like like, but where's this going? This is this is my my feeling. Like like, like it's just like okay, or he's going here and he's going right. there and he's going here and but like blah, like <laughs> I just I just feel like. There's some part of it that's like so what I get I guess is sure. kind of like where I'm yeah. where I feel. So is it not enough just to show this kind of slice of life approach? Does it have to go somewhere that if, feels if, like if you do that? Yeah, you should be damn interesting. <laughs> and I don't find I don't find the characters or the situations right. damn interesting. And I will say, look, look, I, like the Wire, yeah. the first yeah. season. The first five six episodes, I was like, "What the hell is yeah. th is this? Yeah. I don't know why is it so slow. Who are these characters?" Right. And it took a long time for that to build, and and it built something to sure. me, which is the best TV series of all time. So, so maybe this, maybe maybe maybe, maybe. This, you need more time. But yeah. But of of the five episodes I watched, I was like, right. I don't know if it's gonna get. But there. in this time of peak TV, <laughs> you can't take five episodes to do it. You yeah, maybe I mean? maybe the wire wouldn't have. 
been made it may, maybe had five seasons if, if it hadn't been uh if it had come out now it probably you know yeah you know who, um, who, who's to know yeah, who's, who's, to, who's know. to know but. well so here's my my other i guess kind of surprise uh, and it's not a good surprise about the show is All right. that you know when i heard that lena waithy was reading the show but she's a chicagoan right she's a chicagoan yeah um she's also a lesbian black woman yeah and granted that there are lesbian characters but they barely have there's any, just like one like there's scene. one scene yeah, where the, the, the young the young yeah, boy yeah. his his mom is has a partner yeah um but beyond that not even just the fact that there's not a lot of representation in that regard but none of the main storylines are driven by women not a single one. Try to think about this. You're right. Not a single one. No, the right. the guy with the baby. Yeah. The the little kid. Yeah. The uh, older brother who is trying to figure out who killed it, and be, then be the shot. guy who did yeah. the killing. Yeah. Right. All yeah. All of You're these right. storylines are driven by men, yeah. and I find that to be so weird because, you know, we talk about getting more women in the writers' room mm. and all that sort of thing, and I'm not saying that okay, Lena Waithey has to write women characters, but can you give us at least one storyline that is driven by women and where the women aren't just serving well, the male's okay, so, storyline. So, that, so, to me, is frustrating. Yeah, no, I mean, so, like, whatever... Just give me one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so whatever your personal politics might be, like, when you watch something like the Thanksgiving episode, mm-hmm. like, you watch that, and you can see the personal... Like, she's putting herself out there so raw right. in that episode. Because right? that's, that's probably partially semi-autobiographical right yeah right. and 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 so you you see that and it's so compelling mm-hmm. like at least to me and I, I would gather like most people like again what, whatever background you're from or whatever political religious beliefs whatever you have like I, you watch that and you, you can see a person really putting herself out there in the material and i don't get that sense at all in the shy really i yeah. like there's a, it's almost like there's a remove from and I think it's because... And I, don't, and I don't understand yeah. why she chose to go that way. And it's because of this overall detachment mm. that I think that's why I think we're having a hard time connecting with the show in the way we're meant to. Um, because, again, I think the a lot of the parts are there. I mean, again, there's there are parts of the show that I find to be interesting premises, interesting ideas. They just don't seem fully realized in a way... That as a viewer, I feel invested in it. And mm-hmm. I think when you're not invested in a show, it's just harder to enjoy. Let's be honest. But but it's so frustrating because, you know, you you, you you think Lena Waithey, you think Chicago, you think, okay, this is going to be something interesting. You might not, like, totally like it, but, like, it's at least going to be interesting. And it's not even that. And that's just, like, what, what's going on here? But you know? like, also, you have to remember, this is her first time as a creator of a show mm. to, to fully conceive the idea behind a show. I don't think this is something that um, she has a ton of experience at this level. And you would argue that a lot of, you know, prominent filmmakers and showrunners weren't always successful their first go-round. Yeah. And I think there is a little bit of that trial and error. And, you know, I think, for example, I mean, say what you will about Louis C.K., but he just comes to mind. Like, I'll, I'll watch... You can't really find them anymore because HBO <laughs> removed them but you watch early episodes of like Lucky Louie which I haven't and yeah it's not a good show okay it's, it's yeah. kind of okay. compared to his later work it's kind of awful but yeah. I think without that show 
we wouldn't have had some of his later work, right? Okay. And I think yeah. maybe in the same regard, you know, this is not not a success. I mean, the show no, is picked not. up for a second season. It was or it wasn't? It was wow. picked up. So, I mean, okay. the show is going to continue whether we like it or not. Okay. Apparently enough people are watching it. Again, it's I don't I'm not saying this is a terrible show. Okay, I, I just think it's not I, that compelling. I, I, I want to say that like I was at um this this um this gathering, social gathering and and this white this white girl said, you know, I I've been watching The Shy. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I've been watching it too. Like, what, and what did she say about? She's it? like, oh, it's so like interesting. It's really teaching me stuff about. about <laughs> it's learning me some. It's things. learning me some things about the black experience. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, fine. You know, maybe maybe it's good in that way. And I I'm not saying I'm all like versed in the black experience. I mean, I'm not. But well, like, but but like, I I just feel like as far as a piece of drama, like there's a lot of flaws with this thing. And there are f- far many other shows that do a better job at kind of do, like exploring similar themes and issues. I think when uh, you think and and what that made me think of is this sh- this is on Showtime, yeah, which is a premium cable network, yeah, yeah. And you think of what have Showtime's biggest hits been? They've been Homeland. Mm-hmm. In the past, it was things like Dexter, yeah, Ray Donovan, yeah, Billions, yeah, yeah. These are not shows that I feel like are targeted towards the black audience no, in America. Not not really. And so when you think of who the Showtime subscribers are, mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me that probably most of the people who are watching this show may not be black. But wouldn't you have thought that maybe they put a show on like this to draw more black subscribers? Maybe. Maybe, but I would argue that most of the people who watch The Wire were probably not black either. Do you know <laughs> probably, what I mean? Probably not. Probably not. But, you know... But, you know, I but, mean, again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good or bad show. That's not what determines no, that. No, sure, but, sure. But I'm wondering then, because it's on Showtime, who are they making this show for? And, yeah, but... You, okay. I mean... All right. And and clearly there's... there's I mean, again, this is literally one person, but there's a white woman who's watching this show feeling like it's an enlightening experience for her. Yeah, that's what she said. So, I mean, she's a very young white woman. So, whatever. you I, know, yeah. again, I, I'm not trying to make generalizations, but I'm just wondering why, where... You know, like, I'm just trying to understand this show because, for me, I don't... But why well, would I don't Lee, quite get it? I guess what I'm saying is, if this was created by someone other than Lena Waithe, I would say, okay, yeah, I would be like, I'd be nodding all the stuff that you're. But saying. why does Lena Waithe's name change that for you? Because of that Thanksgiving episode and and where I've seen her like do other other work, I just seem like she she seems to me as a person who who has a very strong point of view. Sure. And I didn't really see that in this work. It, but to me, this is. Again, this you know this is true for you know anyone who does any kind of creative work, right? Yeah. Is yeah. maybe in her mind she's like, I'm not just that Lena Waithe. I'm not just here to talk about my specific experience. She wanted to create a show that was more kind of bigger, larger scope. But she doesn't even talk about her experience at all in, as a, even one strain, as you were saying. Like, you know, like, or even a, it doesn't even have to be a lesbian character. It could yeah. just be a, a woman character. And she doesn't even do that at all. <sighs> yeah, it's you know? tricky. It's just it's, weird. It's tricky, though, because it's like, just because you're of a particular subgroup or yeah. you identify a certain way, sometimes... It makes you, I feel like, not want to 
do that too much. Because yeah, but then, okay, okay, all right. then you're just that. I, I agree you know? with you on. I totally agree with you, and I don't. Yeah. I don't think a creator has to pigeon him or herself in any way. But she's obviously trying to go for something with this show, right? Yeah. About the black experience in Chicago on the South yeah. Side, right. and 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 if you're painting this kind of broad brush that yeah. is kind of paint by number ish, right? What what are you achieving? What are you doing? Yeah. I I, and I, I think I think because it's trying to follow in the footsteps of some of these other shows, it's 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 just not doing it as well. So I think that's part of the problem, yeah. right? It's not yeah. quite reaching the heights of similar styles of show. Yeah. I personally think there's too many characters that you don't really get to know enough yeah. and care about enough. Juggling that many characters yeah. can be very difficult, at least, for, and I would say, especially if she's a first-time showrunner, yeah. reduce the number right. of characters and focus on... And I don't even know if she's the showrunner. She might just be the creator. It's not yeah. necessarily a hand-in-hand type of thing. So I think that's part of my struggle with the show a little bit is that there's just too much happening and it's all kind of flat. I, I, I want just, and you know one of the characters to kind of be a little bit more punched up so mm-hmm. that I can really identify with that character. You know, even when I think of, and again, this is a totally different show, but like a recent show that attempts to show a different side of the black experiences, for example, Insecure. Mm-hmm. And again, totally different type of show. I mean, that one's a half hour comedy. This is, you know, that uh, an hour long drama. Yeah. But, you know, Insecure, it's, it really still focuses on just, a small group of characters, and it really kind of delves into that. And you get to well, know I mean, that them that show intimately. explores like a, a middle class black experience yeah. that yeah. this show. I mean, it has some characters who are at least aspiring to be, or are already are yeah. like, but it's still yeah. more lower class, right? Sure, sure. And uh, you know, and like I would say, Dear White People, another show that's more like academia, academia, yeah. definitely middle middle upper class black right, people yeah. are in this in that show. And but I mean, I would say, but both of those shows, Insecure and Dear White. People, I would yeah. say, have strong point of views and kind of showed me a different aspect of the black experience I hadn't seen before. Sure. Uh, and the variety that, you know, like there's the, the criticism always in the broader culture is that, you know, people try to make black culture this like a monolithic thing and it's not, yeah. you know, and, and, and shows there's a lot like, of diversity within it. Yeah. And yeah. so Dear White People certainly shows you that, that diversity and I think Insecure does too. Yeah. Um, but this, the shy seems to be going back to yeah, it's a, almost a like, stayed formula. And maybe yeah. maybe that's what we're talking about here too. Is, there isn't again, a freshness here that I, I, right. I really expected from her. Right. You know? And and so yeah. maybe, yeah, from that perspective, I understand then maybe your disappointment with Lena Waithe is that yeah. because she's brought us something fresh, to see her go back to a very formulaic and um, a, a, an aspect of... Uh, something that we've seen before, essentially, yeah. and yeah. for her to be so kind of, in some ways, safe, yeah, and, and so predictable with the narratives. That's that's a that's a that's, good way of putting it. That's maybe what it is because you know she's not someone that we would expect to to do something that seems so just uh, you know pedestrian. Yeah, I know yeah, that seems weird. It, 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 you know, and I really like. You know, some of the cat. I mean, I really yeah. like Jason Mitchell. He's been yeah. showing up in a lot of stuff, yeah. not just in, um, you know, like the shy, the shy, or, but like he's he, yeah. he he was in. I think he was actually in one of those Amazon um, Prime Electric Dream episodes, okay. and 
and um, you know he he's he's, he's good around. He's I good. Like I like yeah. his presence. I I think he's a good perform performer. I think the show's trying to be but, so authentic to a, to almost to a fault. I think maybe yeah. Lena's connection with Chicago and this maybe she feels this obligation to be as true and as you know authentic as possible to 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 the point where normal people's lives no matter where they are are generally not that interesting you, you have you know you might you have to you have to stretch a little bit when yeah. you're making a television show okay. or a movie right it has to be some sometimes like hyper realistic do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it has but, to be kind of like a punched up reality. And I feel like this reality is not punched up in any way at all. It's just okay. like, it's like um, a reality show where there's, you know, <laughs> with people who aren't thirsty for the camera. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I totally buy that argument or not. I don't, I, like I said, like, I've had a hard time well, putting I, my finger. It's not necessarily an argument. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I where mean, she's coming from. I, you know? I, I, I I've been trying to put my finger on why I, the show doesn't grab me, and uh, I thought this conversation would help, <laughs> and I think it did. I mean, you know, but I, mean, I but I'm, it's really still hard to articulate it fully. I'm looking at the writing credits. She's yeah. she's only credited as a writer for about three of the episodes. Okay, so she did do the pilot. Though, she right? wrote the pilot, yeah, um, and then she co-wrote the second episode, and then. She's credited with co-writing an episode that hasn't aired yet. Okay. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, is that... What does that mean? Does that mean that the show is ultimately not her vision? Well, I would say that, you know, all the advertisements uh, for the show is like, you know, from Lena Waithe, you know, like it's very... It, they're building off of her Emmy win, and you know yeah. she's considered. I, from my understanding, she's considered the showrunner. So it's kind of okay, um, okay, you know, or so, certainly the lead writer. Uh, and yeah, and so I, I don't know. I mean, can we just talk about one other part that we haven't gotten to yet? Sure. I want to just quickly talk about probably my least favorite storyline that we haven't even talked about, which is the the police storyline. Oh, gosh. I didn't even think that was worth talking about. But, okay, go ahead. I mean, it's worth talking about in that (laughs) I think it kind of weighs the show down. So, um, Armando Riesco plays Detective Cruz. Yeah. And there's something about his character that I absolutely hate. (laughs) Because he seems, first of all, like he's kind of a dumbass. And and that bothers me because he's supposed to be like the cop that actually cares and yeah. you know he's juxtaposed yeah. with another cop that is you know kind of shady and, yeah. and doesn't care about the community yeah. but which is a huge problem in Chicago it, it right is. the Chicago black uh, police the, relationships is uh, it's not at it's not not an all time high it's not very good and so I I get that that the show needs to address that mm-hmm. but I, I think the casting there was was done poorly i'm gonna be honest i i i I mean when we were talking about the bad acting i was thinking of most of the other characters i forgot about this character but when it comes to this character i agree with you (laughs) that some of the acting is really bad okay like for sure he's he's not good and i i'm sorry it it really distracts me from enjoying the show i'm just not into it the only thing i like about the show is this kid named his, his name is Papa, and he, and he wears these Huxtable like sweaters, and 
And glasses. And glasses. And well, he's kind of this funny comedy yeah, kid. They, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's the trio of three boys. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I like their friendship, but I almost yeah. wish like that was in a different show, like a separate like show that didn't involve. Or, or if the show, know. if the show was about like solely from the perspective of these three boys, yeah, that yeah. might even be a better show. Sure. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. again, it's trying to put so much weight in five different storylines and only maybe one of them is kind of interesting, mm-hmm. then that's not enough to make a compelling show. Okay. And yeah. again, I, 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 I don't know. It's, <laughs> this it's, whole episode we're like, uh, uh, uh. Like. <laughs> well, it's frustrating. It's yeah, frustrating yeah, because yeah. The, there, there's a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential, mm-hmm. I think. And some of it's wasted. I, the show just doesn't feel like it's breaking any new ground for me. Yeah. It, it feels... Um, predictable and it's hard for me to get invested into some. Yeah, so I mean, you, you you compare, which is not totally fair, but it's not, you compare and contrast this and Black Panther in terms of like innovation or just like something new, something fresh, mm-hmm. and it's just like night and day for me. So, yeah. um, anyway, I, I I don't personally recommend watching The Shy, which which uh, I found disappointing. But but then again, like I said, The Wire ch- picked up steam after five, six episodes. So you know, maybe The Shy will do as well. I, I don't know. I, I'm, it's just like, I don't know if I'll actually have, take the time to watch more or not. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, in this time, in this climate of of so much, so many options, it's, it's right. hard to, hard to yeah. say I will. I mean, again, I, I would say... It's not something that I would say just skip it completely necessarily. I think there are some interesting parts to it. I think maybe it just needs a little bit of time to get its legs. It's not unusual for shows to be ho-hum first season mm-hmm. and really start to like come into its own. Mm. Um, you know, you think of a lot of shows throughout you know, the history well, of television. Seinfeld was like that. Yeah, Seinfeld the for biggest, one example. Biggest show right. one of the, so... Yeah. Maybe the show needs to find its like I think again it has the potential and that's part of what's frustrating. If it was just like straight up bad, that'd be one thing. Yeah. But it's not I don't think it's a straight up bad show. I just think it doesn't really grab me or it's not that compelling and there's some lost opportunities. So again, maybe it'll find its like I still have hope that not straight up bad, but certainly not straight up good. <laughs> I'll say that much. Okay. Well lukewarm at best at yeah. this point. Maybe yeah. tepid. Okay. <laughs> so right. um I think that pretty much covers our conversation about the shy. Sorry Lena, we wanted to love it so hard. Yeah. Still love you. Um <laughs> <laughs> next week we're gonna talk about something Completely different. Yes. Uh, and that is TBS's newest show. TNT. Oh, is it TNT? TNT. I get those. They're, TV, they're, so. they're like almost the I same. I think they're part of the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, TBS? TNT. TNT. Did TNT. I say TBS? Yes. Okay, TNT. <laughs> I thought you did. I don't know what I said. <laughs> it's on TNT. Yeah, TNT. Uh, and <laughs> it's called the... Yeah. It's Dynamite. <laughs> It's it's called the Alienist. Yeah, and it's, it's not about aliens. It's not about aliens. Um, um, just what the world needed another serial killer period piece. But that's what it is. And uh, we're gonna talk about that next week. So stay tuned for that. And thank you for listening once again. Please follow us on Twitter at ScreenStuffPod. Subscribe to us on iTunes 
uh, or the podcast app. Yeah, or whatever and you, your you can even reach out to me directly if you want at, at Elgin Han underscore Ox uh, O X. You can on Twitter on Twitter, yeah. and and uh, you're out there too. Yeah, or you even can, if you, you know, if you use the at screen stuff pod handle, yeah, I mean, one of us will reply. It gets it gets through. So yeah, okay. anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll look forward to another episode next week. All right, take care. Bye.